Rose Namayunez versus Jessica Andrade. Fight prediction. Dun, dun, dun. Hey guys, Fight Junkie here. As usual, before we jump into this next episode, I want to remind you guys you can hit me up on Twitter at FightJunkie.com. Listen to me on Anchor, Spotify, Google, Apple, basically anywhere you can find a podcast, I'll be there. You can also subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash fightjunkie2006. Thug Rose, eight wins, three losses. Of our eight wins, one are by KO, TKO, five by sub, two by decision. Of our three losses, one by sub, two by decision. Jessica Andrade, 19 wins, 6 losses. Of those 19 wins, 6 by KO, TKO, 7 by sub, 6 by decision. Of her 6 losses, 2 by KO, TKO, 2 by sub, 2 by decision. Currently, the odds sit with Rose as a underdog. Yes, the champion is the dog, plus 105. Andrade, minus 125. We'll go, won't go. Five rounds. We'll go even money. Won't go. Minus 130. Fight is a draw. 75 to 1. Rose wins inside. Plus 255. Andrade wins inside. Plus 225. Rose wins by decision. Plus 310. Andrade wins by decision. Plus 275. As you can see, the odds are... Fairly close here. A lot of people might be surprised that Rose is the underdog. That's not how it started. The books opened her as a favorite. It was a slight favorite, but still a favorite. Sitting right around minus 140-ish when she opened. The line's been pretty much all over the place. Uh, A lot of money both ways. And currently we're sitting with Rose at 105. The location, in my opinion, is probably why a lot of these line movements are taking place because generally speaking and majority of the time in a women's fight they go to a decision regardless if it's three rounds or five rounds and being that jessica is brazilian and fighting in brazil and the history of how a lot of those fights play out when you have a brazilian fighter fighting a non-brazilian fighter and it goes to the scorecards, a lot of times you get some shenanigans. Now, I'm not going to say that happens all the time, and I'm not going to say it's going to happen in this fight. But it has happened before, and sometimes it's off-the-wall craziness where it's not even close, and the Brazilian gets the benefit of the doubt. That's home field advantage, big time, to Jessica. That is big if you're looking at this fight. Listen, the best Rose is going to do in a decision type of fight is get a fair playing field, level right she's not gonna get an advantage she's not gonna get any home cooking that's not gonna happen if it goes awry if you get some shady shit that goes down it's gonna be in favor of jessica and that's one of the things you need to factor in if you're on rose and if you're on jessica it works both ways if you're on rose you're gonna be bitching and moaning and whining and crying if some shady shit happens and they take it from around the cards on the flip side if you're on jessica you're cashing that ticket i guarantee every one of you who gets a rotten decision in your favor is gonna cash the ticket there ain't one of you that's gonna call your book and say you know what i didn't agree with that That was really shady you you go ahead you keep that you keep that Uh, my, my moral compass is too high for me to allow 
myself to absorb something that shouldn't have happened. I, I can't benefit. I can't profit off of something like that that just happened. That's just unacceptable. You, you keep the money. I'll see you next time. Nobody's doing that. So you're going to cash your ticket. So that's something to look at if you're looking at either person. If you think it could possibly go five rounds, then yeah, you're going to be on either side. Like I said, I believe you have the benefit if you're if you're betting Andrade, and I believe you probably be at a deficit if you're betting Rose and it goes to the cards. That doesn't mean that Rose can't win. It doesn't mean that you couldn't get a, a legit decision. A lot of times, what happens if you watch these cards, which only the degenerates are, right? Only the true fight junkies are watching this for six or seven hours from start to finish but you kind of get a sense already if these fights go to the cards and you're seeing craziness in favor of the hometown fighter then you really start getting worried depending on what side you're on you really start going wait a minute what is going to go what's going to happen here on the main card what's going to happen in the main and co-main events especially if you have brazilian fighters like you do in this card and if you're on the opposite side, you start sweating bullets, and rightfully so, because like I said, anybody who's watched MMA for a while, especially uh, MMA in Brazil and the cars that they've had there, yeah, there's been shady shit, guys. I mean, it's not just in MMA. It's not just in Brazil. It's in boxing as well. It's hometown advantage, but sometimes it goes ridiculous to the to the hometown person, hometown fighter, and you're like, there's just no way, like... A lot of times you go, I got to I gotta win by knockout. Or if I get a knockdown or I get a knockout, I might get a draw. That's always a joke. So that's something that we definitely have to factor in when you're looking at this. Either way, obviously, uh, Rose is a champ. She's pretty much proven herself against uh, uh, Joanna in her last two fights. The, the second fight obviously wasn't as impressive as the first one. It's hard to do that, what you did in the first fight you know, drop her and stop her. Basically, she made her quit. She tapped her strikes um, in the first fight. And then in the second fight, uh, Rose still did win a unanimous decision. It was closer. Um, But, I mean, it's kind of a totally different fight here. You could say, well, Jessica has good striking, but they're totally different. She's nowhere near the striker. I believe that uh, Joanna is, and her physical stature is different. She's like a little bulldog. She's a bully where Joanna uses all of her tools and has a more refined striking game. Jessica just tries to get up on your chest and bully you. You know what this fight reminds me a lot of is the Cowboy Cerrone ally Aquinta fight. You have a, a, a bulldog, a bully in Jessica like you did ally Aquinta. And in my opinion, you have a more refined, better skill set in Rose like you had in Cowboy. And you saw in the Al fight, even previous to the Cowboy fight, where if he can't bully his way in, he has no answer for closing the distance. His ring IQ is almost non-existent. Like he literally does not understand how to close the distance correctly. I think Jessica, you've seen that in her past fights as well. If you have a fighter that can stay on the outside and not allow her just to walk forward with her toughness, her grittiness, and just bully her way on the inside, she struggles and she doesn't have answers for it. Now, a lot of times people think, well, if she's getting outstruck, all she has to do is get close and take the person down. She's very strong. She's very muscular. She has a short, stocky build. I think she's like 5'2". Rose towers over her, which is funny because she's like 5'5". Five, five. 
But I don't think that's going to be the advantage that she's had in previous fights against Rose. Because Rose is sick on the ground. She's got five subs out of eight wins. She's only got one KO and that was against uh, Joanna. That's why everybody was shocked. But I think Rose's striking overall is much better. And I think she has respectable enough power that people just don't absorb it and smile. Now, Jessica is tough on the feet, and she's used to fighting this come forward in your face, hit me five times, but I'll get you type of style. So Rose could struggle there if her power isn't good enough to make Jessica hesitate, or if her footwork isn't good enough to just box circles around Jessica. She's got two ways she can do it. She can put some heat on her and say, you're not just going to walk in the front door. Or she can touch her, touch her, touch her, and use her footwork to keep her off balance. Exactly the way you saw I, uh, Ally Aquinta look like a total buffoon out there. By just staying on the outside and getting bombarded, she can do the exact same thing. Stylistically, those fights are very similar. In fact, I got to touch on that because everybody gave Al so much credit for being tough, 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 tough. You have no cage IQ. You have no ability to fight the style that you need to fight. You know going in that most of these fighters, they're bigger, they're stronger, they're going to fight on the outside. You need to be at this distance. You need to be able to uh, walk a fighter down. You need to be able to close the distance. They don't know what to do. They just walk forward. If I can't walk forward and break you with pressure, then I just sit on the outside and get blasted. Is he tough? Of course. But what good is that? The fact of the matter is anybody that bet on him, Shit the bed. You didn't cash. He lost the fight easily. I gave Cerrone all five rounds. I thought it was a total and utter mismatch. And it's funny to me that they get uh, bonuses for just taking a beating. Like, you just took a beating. It was a total mismatch. You weren't competitive at all. And even Cerrone said in the first round, he just wasn't feeling it. He was like, Al could have probably jumped on me and stopped me. He's like, I just wasn't feeling it. Couldn't warm up right. I didn't know what the hell. I just I wasn't feeling it. And Al didn't do nothing. Why? Because he doesn't have the tools. He doesn't have the skill set to be able to implement his style of fighting. That's why guys like Tyson and Frazier, the little guys that had a certain type of style they had to do because they were at a physical disadvantage, they had the skill set. They had the determination. They had the punching part. They had some ability to get the fight where they needed to get it so they could win. And you could, you saw as Tyson got older and he slowed down and his defense slowed down and his cardio slowed down, what happened? He got picked apart by fighters he would have destroyed in his prime because he was sitting on the outside. So you have guys like Ally Aquinta and even Jessica Andrade, if they can't bully their way in, they have no answers. We're, we're elite fighters that are at a physical disadvantage use that use that disadvantage and try to turn it into an advantage with the bobbin weaving or like you see even like guys like Mendes who have the wrestling they they add something to it they don't just go I'm gonna walk in the front door and if I can't walk in the front door I lose and I think that Jessica is skilled and I think she's tough but I think it's that almost that same mindset of I'm just gonna take I'm just gonna take I'm just gonna take and eventually I get you and if you don't get them you get whitewashed. You lose the fight big time. Now, back to the ground. I mentioned that briefly. 
a lot of times it's just, okay, if I can't outstrike this person, all I got to do is walk through the front door. As soon as I get my hands on you, I'll take you down. I'll use my strength. I'll use my wrestling. I'll hold you down. I'll ground upon you out. And she also has some mission ability as well. But I will never forget her talking a gang of freaking smack against um, Mar- uh, Marion Renew. She talked so much smack going into that fight about um, jujitsu, and I believe she was a blue belt or something, or she she alluded to a blue belt could be better on the ground than Marion is, and she got her ass submitted, submitted. I remember that like it was yesterday. Her talking a gang of smack going into that about her jiu-jitsu and how Marion didn't bring anything and a blue belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu that trains in Brazil or whatever the case was was so much better and would easily be able to submit her and this, that, and the other, and boom, her ass got embarrassed. So I don't believe that she has the advantage on the ground against Rose. I don't. She probably has a physical strength advantage, and on the feet, she definitely has a power advantage, but... In a in a pure grappling match, I think she gets eaten up. In all honesty, I think Rose eats her up on the ground. So I'm not sure Jessica will want to take it there. But guess what? She did it against Marion and got totally embarrassed. So there's nothing to say that if she's having trouble tracking Rose down, that she doesn't say, you know what? I could take her down. I'm the greatest jujitsu practitioner that's ever lived. Rose can't submit me. And she gets caught just like she did against Marion. So that's that like we're going back to cage IQ. We're going back to cage IQ. That that told me a lot in that fight that I mean, you you talk that kind of smack. You got to back it up. You, you, you can't flap your gums like that and then get embarrassed with a first round submission when you're saying that basically this other girl that you're fighting is atrocious on the ground and she submits you. That's embarrassing. That's embarrassing to a level 10. That's truly, truly embarrassing. So in a grappling match, I like Rose on the mat. I really do. That doesn't mean that Jessica wouldn't be on top. That doesn't mean that she's not going to try ground and pound. That doesn't mean that there wouldn't be a good exchanges and positioning fight. I just like Rose's overall submission game. I think it's slicker where I think Jessica is more brute strength even on the ground. Even even when you see her control people on the ground, I think she's more brute strength just the way she is standing. I think she uses physical strength and physical toughness. And if you can take that away from her, if you can negate those things, then she has no answers. Right back to Al, you have no answers. And to beat Rose, you're going to have to do a couple of things. You're going to either have to impose your will and physical strength like we talked about and just bully the hell out of her. Even though Rose is 5'5", like we said, she's not the biggest puncher in the world. And she has this frailty about her. When you Even mentally, like after the counter thing and the bus issue and she's having mental issues and talking about suing all these issues anybody that's followed her knows right so sometimes i wonder where she's at mentally but she seems to perform more often than not in the cage so it doesn't seem to be a too big of a problem for her inside she's never been stopped on the feet she's only been subbed once she's tough but i think to beat rose in this style of matchup jessica is going to have to impose her will on Rose. She's going to have to be the bully everywhere the fight goes. If it's standing, if it's in the clinch, if it's on the ground, she's going to have to use all of her physical abilities and that physical bully mindset 
and just try to grind Rose down into powder. That's how she's going to have to win because if you're talking skill set for skill set, even though I believe Jessica does have some skills and she uses the things that she has well, I believe overall, the same thing I said in the cowboy fight, overall Rose is the better fighter. So I think she has more tools, even standing. If she had a little bit more power, be a lot easier to back Rose because like I said without that power it's probably going to fall to footwork now Rose can move around and she can box and she does have the length she has the height and the reach so she can do it and we have that backup ability of if it hits the mat in my opinion I think Rose has an advantage but it does make it a little more difficult because you already know that Jessica walks through, tries to walk through everybody's punches anyway. So if she doesn't feel that Rose can hurt her at all, she's going to be on her like white on rice. She is just going to be stuck to her like glue. And that's where Rose is going to have to use all of her skill set, even in the clinch. Because even though we may think Rose is a better overall fighter and maybe even just a better overall striker, in the clinch, she's going to be at a physical disadvantage. So if Jessica doesn't want to take her down and throw her down, if she just wants to bully her in the clinch, it's going to be difficult for Rose. How do you try to disengage? You disengage. How do you keep her off of you because you're punching power? It's going to fall to her feet. So when you're looking at that, you have to look and see if you think Rose has good enough footwork, good enough boxing and total striking skills to keep uh, Jessica on the outside. If she does, she'll pick her apart. I'll tell you that right now because Jessica's going to come the same way every single round. Going to come straight, straight, straight like a train. Chicka, 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 chicka. Just going to come, going to come, going to come, going to come. And Rose can box and circle off and lay kick, do all these things. Use all of her skill set to make Jessica reset. Just like you saw in the Cerrone Owl fight. The exact same thing. You make them reset. You make them have to close the distance every single time. They take a step forward, you take two back, and you hit them. Like, they're never gaining ground on you. And if you do that, you can pick these guys apart because they have the same style. Just face first, let me get a hold of you. When I get a hold of you, I can do work. Until that point, they're just swinging at air and they're just trying to literally use every ounce of grit that they have and toughness to take everything you have and get inside. One, it makes for a short career, but she's lucky that she's in a women's division where most of the women don't punch that hard. So even though when she's getting picked apart, it's not physically uh, destroying her. She may be losing on the cards. Her face may be getting jacked up. But physically, it's not shaking her to her boots the majority of the time. And it always gives her an option. Like, okay, you got me that round, but I have another round. I have another round. I have another round. So as long as she's in the fight, she's always thinking, I can use my physical strength, my power. All I got to do is get close to you. All I need is one punch. All I need is one takedown. And that's her mentality, and she fights that way. So when you're looking at these odds, how do I see it? Well, we talked a lot about Rose here because I do think she's the better fighter. I told you I think she has the advantage on the ground. Some people may argue with me about that, but I think she's slick on the ground. Um, Overall, as a striker, I think she's a better striker, but that doesn't mean that Jessica's not going to have opportunities 
and it doesn't mean that she's totally out of the fight on the feet because I think she is the bigger puncher and she's physically stronger as well and that adds into the clinch. When you're looking at Jessica, obviously she's going to be coming forward. I guarantee you that. There's no other way she can fight. She goes backwards, it's toast. It's not even a contest. She's going to come forward. She's going to come forward. She's going to try to bully her way in. She's going to try to push Rose to the cage and there may be takedowns involved in there as well. If that's a smart plan, I guess we'll find out. Personally, I think Rose would surprise her on the ground. Uh, Jessica probably has that arrogant attitude like she did against Marion that thinks that she can dominate Rose on the ground and she may try to take her down. I would not be surprised. I wouldn't be really worried about it if you guys back Rose and she hits her back to the mat because I think Rose is pretty sneaky and she may have a trick or two up her sleeve that would surprise Jessica and that would be the end of that. But in a stand-up contest, in a clinch contest, in a rough, dirty boxing style of fight, that to me is the most difficult way for Rose to win, and that is probably the best way for Jessica to win. She needs to rough her up, she needs to keep her in the positions where she needs to keep her, and she needs to keep close. I don't think she's going to have a lot of success standing on the outside, back to the owl fight, the cowboy fight. You see how these smaller fighters that have very little head movement, that don't know how to close the distance correctly what happens when they meet somebody who has even just a basic jab again Habib beat uh, Al with one hand and he's not a striker it's because in their mind they just stand there always waiting for the opportunity to get close and it never comes and in the meantime they're just getting peppered and obviously we go back to the scorecards in a neutral setting you think okay obviously she outboxes her but I've been a big critic of this, not only in the MMA, but boxing especially, where the fighter going forward always gets credit, even if they're getting pieced up. They always get credit for going forward, even though the standard is effective aggressiveness, not aggressiveness. Especially in Brazil, this could be a problem because then people can make the, qu- the case that Jessica pressed the fight. Jessica was the one moving forward. Jessica did this. Jessica did that. She did this in the clinch. She bullied her. She pushed her. She did this, that, and the other. When three minutes out of the round, she's getting pieced up. She may need a performance like Cowboy did where there was no question that he won that fight. There was no question that every single round, he's dominating. The difference was he was even putting them down and hurting them, coming close to a finish where I'm not sure Rose has that type of power. Accumulation, yeah. She did show power against uh, Ioana. That was very surprising, but you saw in the second fight, nothing close to that. So was that a a one-off? You know, she's only had one stoppage there in her eight wins. I certainly wouldn't be counting on that, especially with the way Jessica is, her stoutness, her toughness, her grittiness. I wouldn't be counting on Rose having enough power just to spark her. Even if she's touching her, touching her, touching her, I wouldn't expect even knockdowns. If they happen, that's like a gravy on top. But I wouldn't cap that as saying, well, Rose is going to touch her so much that eventually she'll wear her down. That, that's not necessarily the case at all. Rose certainly could piece her up. She certainly could touch her for five rounds and not come close to scoring a knockdown or come close to any type of stoppage unless it was like a doctor stoppage due to facial lacerations and damage broken nose that I could see more than just banking on well because Rose was able to stop Ioana one time then she definitely has enough power to stop Jessica that's just not been shown in her career I think she has 
adequate power. Uh, I'll go adequate because, I mean, I I don't want to go on the on the side of she has no power because she did blast out Joanna. But if you look over the course of the body of her work, it's not that type of power. Like that's why I was so shocked the way she did it to Joanna in that first fight because nothing suggested that that should happen. So could it happen? Of course, because you already saw it happen with Joanna when on paper and throughout her career, that should have never happened that way. Not saying she couldn't have won, but not win like that. And you saw in the rematch, that was more likely how you would expect Rose to win. Not like how it happened in the first fight. So if it happened in this fight, yeah, we would be like, wow, you know, at some point she does carry a little extra powder in her hands. It's just a matter of delivering that perfect, correct punch. But overall, I think that she's a better striker, but I definitely don't give her the benefit and the punching power. And I wouldn't expect her just to spark Jessica out or even accumulation of punches um, to wear her down. Unless, like I said, it's some type of official stoppage, somebody coming in. Other than her corner, because I don't believe either that Jessica's corner would stop it. They'll let her take a beating for five rounds. They'll let her face fall off. They'll, they'll, that's just the way they are. They'll keep sending her out in the hopes that her physical power and her physical strength can change the course of the fight if she's having a bad night. As far as Jessica goes, like we said, she's she's got to get close, but she, she could have the real benefit of the doubt here on the cards. So if she's able to have any success whatsoever then people that are betting Rose should rightfully be worried because, like I said, we'll have a better understanding come fight night how the undercards are playing out. But by then, it's too late. Like, you're on your side. You're riding with whoever you're riding with, and that's the way it's going to be. So that's something you have to factor in. Even if you cap this the way I do and you think Rose is overall the better fighter, and it's kind of crazy that she's the champ and she's the underdog, but location matters, guys, especially when you're talking about Rose, who isn't a big puncher, right? We already went over that. So the odds are that she could do everything we're talking about and still get jobbed on the cards. Or maybe it's a close fight. Maybe it's a legitimately close fight in our eyes. Does she get the benefit of the doubt? The odds are she probably doesn't get the benefit of the doubt. So I can see why the money has been back and forth because you're looking at Rose going, oh, she's probably the more skilled fighter. She's the champion. She's a little more proven. Look what she did to the long-reigning champion, Joanna. And then you go, yeah, but Jessica's tough. Her style, Rose doesn't really hit too hard. She's going to be pressing. The fight's in Brazil. Who knows what's going on with the scorecards? And so you're seeing this back and forth. And I get it, guys. I really do. Like, in my personal opinion, I do favor Rose. But, like, that's why I laid it out for you guys the best I can in both ways. Because there is danger there. And there's not only danger in the fact that Jessica does have skills and her style could present problems to Rose if Rose doesn't use all of her skill set and use it correctly, especially with the distance. The distance, just like I said in the cowboy fight, distance is going to decide this fight whoever implements their game plan of distance better is going to win this fight assuming we don't see some shadiness on the cards but if you're just talking stylistically whoever is able to implement their style more consistently certainly wins this fight because i believe they have clear advantages and certain distances just like i said in the ally quinta fight on the inside the physical strength of Jessica and her grittiness and toughness alone is going to cause Rose trouble. But on the outside, Rose's overall skill set is certainly going to cause Jessica problems. We've seen it before. 
against fighters that are able to keep Jessica at bay. So to think that Rose can't do that, yes, she definitely can do that, but she needs to do it consistently. And then the ground game, some people may say that they think Jessica has the advantage because of her pure strength, especially especially if she's on top, where I'm like, I think Rose is slick from the top or the bottom. And like I said, go back and look at that Marion fight, all that smack talk. Look where Jessica was. Look what happened. Look how the fight ended. I would definitely not count out Rose if it hits the mat. In fact, in my opinion, I believe she has a bit of an advantage there. The scorecards, the scorecards, the scorecards. Hell, Saturday night or Sunday morning, I may be on a podcast talking about the scorecards, the scorecards, the scorecards. It's entirely possible that you cap this correctly and you end up not cashing. It's entirely possible that you take the other side and ride with Jessica and end up cashing. It's entirely possible that they give her an outright robbery or she takes a close fight. I mean, there's so many things when you're talking about basically giving giving the, the three blind mice the, the power to decide the fight. I never like that. I don't care. Even if I'm on Jessica, right? If I'm backing Jessica and I'm like, if she goes to the scorecard, she's probably going to win. I still want her to finish the fight because I never trust the judges' scorecards. But I'm just saying... Like, I really don't, I don't think you can make a case where there's a situation where Rose gets more of the benefit of the doubt on the scored cards than Jessica does. I think this is a, a fight of two different styles, just like in the Cowboy Al fight. I think you could almost cap them identically. I think, uh, I think they match up almost the exact same way. With Jessica probably having a much better ground game than Al does. Because going into that, they're talking about Al's wrestling. They'll talk about Jessica's wrestling. They'll talk about Al's toughness. They'll talk about Jessica's toughness. They'll talk about Al's punching power. They'll talk about Jessica's punch power. It's, a, it's the exact same thing. It shit happens to be in a women's division versus the men's division. And you can uh, parallel Rose with Cowboy where she's more of an overall uh, better striker. She doesn't just use her punches. She uses her kicks. She uses... Her elbows, she uses her uh, punches, she uses uh, footwork, where Jessica's more straight, come at you in a straight line, Al, come at you in a straight line. You guys see what I'm going at. If you if you didn't listen to that pre-fight podcast on the Cowboy Cerrone fight, you can listen to that if you're on YouTube. It's up there. But basically, that's how the styles match up. They match up very, very similar. And you saw that Cowboy was able to implement his game plan more consistently, better, and he dominated. I think Rose has the ability to do that, but she doesn't have the type of power that Cerrone does. And being that it's in Brazil, that's a major issue, man. I mean, we have to talk about it. We, you can't ignore it. No matter what you think about Rose, no matter how much more skilled you think she is, no matter if you think this is a gift of a line, you cannot ignore that. Because if you do and you drop your freaking life savings on Rose and she does exactly what we're talking about and she gets her ass handed to her on the scorecards, guess what? It ain't gonna matter because you ain't getting paid. So that's something that you have to factor in. No matter no matter how high you are on Rose, factor that in. So if you're thinking a bet level of a hundred, scale it back. I'm telling you that right now. Scale it back. Not because you're not right. Not because you didn't cap it accurately. Because there is danger here in the location and the judges. You cannot discount that. In fact, you have to, in my opinion, you 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 emphasize that. You pay close attention to that. 
Because I don't want anybody out there going, man, we capped this correctly. Uh, she fought a great fight, but, right? You can't be shocked because we already brought it up. We're already talking about it. it's a reality. And in a perfect world, that wouldn't be the case, but it's not a perfect world. And shit happens. So even if Rose fights a perfect fight, there could be danger. Even if you have Rose winning, you know, four of the five rounds. Even if you have her winning all five rounds, it doesn't matter what we think. It only matters what the three blind mice sitting cage side think. So if they throw a monkey wrench in there that screws up the entire thing, all we can do is come on the next day or the next night or whatever the case is and say, hey, man, we capped it accurately, but, and what would we be talking about? We'd be talking about the decision. We'd be talking about how you have to factor these things in when you cap, because even though we capped it correctly, even though she followed the game plan plan correctly, even though she implemented everything we thought she could, even though she was on fire, the fact of the matter is you didn't cash your ticket. And ultimately, that's the goal. To get the gold. That's it for this episode of Fight Junkie. I will sock it to you tomorrow, baby. Fight Junkie out.